Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 204. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westmouth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. It's a, a good sister-sister day, and then Trickmano shows up. <laughs> I'm off the staff. <laughs> Bust open the door. Yeah, I think you will just say, I lost the staff. The, the, the staff? You, you notice there's no creepy skull sticking out on yeah. your shoulder. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> yes. How? I was out for a run and fell off. I didn't notice right away. You were I mean, running with it? Renwick and I were training. Can Uncle Thran help us find it again? It's got to be in the forest. I'm worried Andathalus might have stumbled upon it and hurt himself. Andathalus? He's another scout fighter in training. He already looked pretty beat. Wait, way. did he say Uncle Thran can help find it? I am asking you if he can help find it. Also, I think you'd want to know anyway. I mean, we could go tell him and ask. I don't know that... I think scouts would be best. Yes, the Renwick's already mobilizing Theo and, and a search party. But I don't know if he has some ability or some way to detect it. Oh, do you mean magically? Probably, yes. Is Cornelia still here? Yeah. Is that possible? I mean, I don't know if I know if it's possible. Camellia has no idea what you're talking about. Some staff is lost? Why would Father... Well, it's a magical staff that your dad wanted one such as it to find. Has he ever shown you he's got this spooky-looking wand in his study? Imagine that, but four times longer and three times creepier. No, Camellia does not know about this item. Okay. He sent us to go find an artifact. Would you like to help us search for it, then? Since you also have magical training. Yes, I can help you search for it. Great. How? Uh, like, can you talk to the forest animals and maybe they know where it went? Is that a thing? <laughs> You're the one with the friend that has feathers. Well, he can actually talk. <laughs> Hepa's not dubious. She's curious. <laughs> this could be a little bit of a distraction, because now you can find magical things. Camellia's approach to this is to enhance people's ability to search. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I can detect a magic item. Or I imagine like using brambles to clear an area or... Yes. So the question of how is she's like, well, you know, we can temporarily, we can give ourselves falcon sight and then we can use... And she kind of like... Yeah, I think... She, she like, she notices like... <laughs> <laughs> and and we can use brambles to, to help clear the thickets to see better. That's a good idea. We should probably do this before it gets dark. One, because it'll be harder to find. And two, because I don't know... It might not be good to have that thing around the dark. Maybe it just glows purple. I'd rather not find out. Yeah, me neither. Really? Um, as, as far as Camellia knows, like, Thrandalil would not be able to do these things. Like, these are, these are shamanistic approaches to take. But if you feel like Father might have some insight, by all means, go talk with him. I will go to Beowin. Thank you. It was nice talking to you today, Lala. <laughs> she says politely. <laughs> she, but she's like switched into like business mode now. Yeah. So 
Hempa doesn't really have business mode, except yeah. for medicine, but that's still not even business mode. Mm-hmm. All right, so she leaves to go help the scouts, and you two are going to go talk to Thrandall? Yeah, unless the door to his study is locked. Kick open the door and say, Anador! <laughs> no? <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> okay. Don't use the word. Yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. All right, you guys go up the staircase to his study. Uh, come I'm like daddy. <laughs> Uncle Dran. Hello? Good news, bad news. I don't know if Hepa told you we found a staff of description that you're Oh, yes, have you brought it? I was out for a run this morning and dropped it. I have Renwick and Bayoen and other people out looking for it right now. I wanted to let you know in case you have any other ability to help us find it. I'm gonna, Otherwise, I'm going to go immediately out to continue searching for it. I am so sorry. <laughs> Make a charm check. Make a charm check. And tell me how upset he is. It's um, like, it's the story of his life. He's going to crack again. Oh, no. Poor old man. There's all these staffs. We always almost... Almost get a staff. So close. So close. His cool is red-purple, but there's two blacks. Two blacks, you say? Two. I'm only one half-elf, though. You can only remove one black die? For being a half-elf, yes. Oh, it's not as strong as an act for it? No. Would you like to make this worse? I would like to make this worse. This is a success with... Two threats, as my stress is mounting. You want to take it as more strain? I think so, because I'm actually at 7 out of 12, so it's, this is a stressful... You have had a bad day, haven't you? He's had a day. It started off well. Okay, but you succeeded the check. Yes. And so Thranduil's like, well, it can't have gone far if you no. were just out jogging around the village. Let's not get worked up over insignificant things. Right. Uh, do you have any suggestions on how to look for it? Other than with one's eyes or hands. Wish there was a dowsing rod for artifacts. Ah, could you use a dowsing rod for an artifact? Perhaps. Maybe. He goes over and starts shuffling through things, and he pulls out that half-rod, creepy necromantic thing, and hands it to you, Trick. Trick has to accept this responsibility. Perhaps you could try focusing your dowsing skill to seek out something that resonates with this. Trick has no actual dowsing skill. <laughs> you have no actual? No, I mean, he uses survival when he has to, but that's not what this is. Do you think a dowsing rod would work? No, no, it'd have to be this. Trick's trying to think of a way, like, how can <laughs> I... Like, how now you're the expert on necromancy. <laughs> yeah. How can I convince myself that this can work? Converse my way into this one. All right. What can verse actually do? Can it do the kind of thing that might... I don't even know what kind of thing this might be. Verse can't do predict. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, predict is in the expanded player's guide. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, if it doesn't say this, I have unsuccessfully done something with that rod, and I have successfully doused. So maybe I can assist by at least trying to explain a little bit of what That is true. Do. You have doused before. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I think Hepa's kind of clued in that you have not, really. Yeah, and Trigger's wondering, like, would this be a good... It would be hard to convince him, but the seer is the best dowser there is. Okay, but Vangel gave it to you. Yes. Oh, because I also Partially, had the most recent contact. Because you're half-human. But also because you're half-human. Right. And Thrandall maintains that elves cannot do necromancy. Right. Well, that's a good way to spin it. So maybe if you focus it like the dowsing rod... I don't know if I can actually assist... 
give you maybe give you a blue yeah, die. Yeah, you can help. certainly give him a blue die. Okay. What skill would you like me to use then? This trick will attempt this. It's like forbidden, isn't it? That's knowledge. Or is it Arcana? Is that the divine primal? I did we'll feel go. the power. Dowsing is primal, isn't it? Um, yes, ish. We, we do it. <laughs> we haven't like done it as a spell being cast necessarily. You know the thing is, this problem with necromancy could be all caused by us by doing what we're about to do. Could be. All the undead in the area suddenly rise. The staff comes to you, now you're their master. You're I mean, a lynch. That would be a way to find it if you could raise some creature that died near it. And you end up spending half your time I'm trying to build... I'm the necromancer the whole time. Yeah, you're trying to build Madam Bones. Oh. Here I thought it was Catchin or Thrandalil or maybe Anador. This whole time it was me. It's not. Elves can't do Elves can't do it. Of course, I should have known. But half humans. But that's going to make it so hard to be a necromancer. I have to work twice as hard. Okay. You are going to be doing something that you are not trained in, that is intelligence-based, that is two purples difficulty. I will spend a story point. You are getting a blue die from HEPA. You are getting a blue die from the amount of time you spent in the presence of the object. About a week. You are getting a blue die from the rod that you were using to douse with. Yep. I'm upgrading the difficulty. (laughs) Somewhere there's a necromancer who's like, what are you doing? That's not how you so use wrong. That. There's a whole lot of good dice in this pool here, so... Yeah, you know, turns out Trick is a natural necromancer. Who knew? Trick would actually be decent at a lot of different kinds of magic. Do you wish to versify to yourself first? I don't think so. Okay. Because previously when Trick has versed in... When unbalanced magic, bad things have happened. Plus he's already versed today and things... Okay. You are pretty tired. Trick does not believe he can convince himself that he knows what he's doing in this situation. Like, other things, he probably can, but... I don't know how to augment, so I can't help you. And you may roll those dice, but then I want you to say what, from Trick's perspective, he is attempting to do. Well, okay, this is a failure, believe it or not. One failure. So Trick is holding it as though it were a dowsing rod, which he has no ability to do. I understand it requires the use of the right thumb. The right thumb, apparently. But he's treating it as though he's versing. So he's trying to talk about it, like, all right, well, I'll try to see if I can get the same feeling. As soon as Trick touches this thing, I assume it feels slightly, not nearly as bad, but... Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's the same, the same feel. But if I can feel the way the incredibly cold wind felt when it was touching me, and the, the heaviness... It is though, as though Trick is telling a story, but it's like he keeps getting distracted by the, his own story. You take two strain. <sighs> you have failed to do something that not even you know what it was. <laughs> so you and I have both tried to activate this thing. That's what happened with me, too. Yeah. But it's like, I only feel like cold weight. Yes. You have no threats or advantages here. Correct. So this is a matter of you tried something and it didn't work, but you're not getting like feedback from it. It's yeah. more like... This rod is unsettling and doesn't feel good. But, you know, you were recently hit by that shockwave, and the feeling is kind of similar in terms of just, like, some sort of internal shuddering that doesn't feel natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold. Like, when you were caught out in snow and you're trying to come inside, but you're just knocking at the door and you can't get inside. It's too late. So this thing feels somewhat similar to the staff, but you are unable to use it to help you. Yeah. 
I died. I'm sorry, Uncle Thranite. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put this down. Maybe uh, we should. Maybe I shouldn't try to magic myself out of a situation. So that was that was Thranduil's only idea for okay. like. It was a good idea. It uh, should have worked. So it sounds like probably eyes and legs are what is required to find the staff. Yep. Let me ask you, how easy is it to find a person? Which person? Endopolis, if he stumbled upon it and maybe knocked himself out with it, which I guarantee could happen, then it might just be wherever he is. Also, we should find him in general. This is returning to the issue of how do you seek something, which is what right. you just tried. Right, right. The only thing that other idea I could think of is if it, I don't know, if it could corrupt the water a little bit, then we could douse properly, but I don't know if that's... Maybe. I don't know if there's anything like that. Okay. I have an idea. Unless Mate saw it. Is that Mate has seen Endopolis? No. It's that Endopolis's pony might be able to find him. He has a pony? He's a scout. I didn't know he had a pony. <laughs> Alright, so we talked to Bayouin. Find Endopolis's pony. Because you know, like, for example, that, like, Alric's falcons can find people. Mate would be able to find you. Like, Endopolis's pony knows him well and could maybe scent him yeah, in a yeah. way that others yeah. couldn't. So that's a good well, idea. He knows where he hangs out all the time, sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I mean that might be where he is too. And it's good to find him and verify he's okay. So we'll go to the scout station, find his pony, get his pony to lead us to. Okay. If you're gonna like have his pony like go off looking for him, you should probably be on ponies yourselves. I suppose so. You've been waiting for this. <laughs> time for Butterbell and Petunia. Butterbell is my pony. Petonia's Lala's. Is it okay if I ride? I think I, yeah. I'm assuming it's okay. Yeah, but I always ride Butterbell. That's, that's <laughs> fine. I'm sure she's a very nice pony. I'm like a Butterbell flower. Look, if you want some Butterbells, I can let Ulrich know. <laughs> she blushed. So, we are going to need riding checks from the two of you, but there's also going to need to be a survival check for Endopolis's pony. Yep. You want that first, actually? Yes. Because otherwise... We're not going anywhere. Yeah, don't kill the Endophilus' pony. Damn it, how does this keep happening? Um, how difficult would you like this to be? This is setting the pony to a task. I think three purples. Okay. Setting someone else's pony um, to a task. Yeah, but you can have a blue die because you can most certainly like stop by Endophilus' quarters in the scout area and okay. like get Grab something. Grab something of his. Yeah. Grab his pillow. Hold it up to the snuff. That is success with a threat. You strain in it. 10 out of 12 here. I haven't taken a break all day. No, you haven't. This is all still the I lost the staff encounter. Yes. You don't have a second wind? No. Oh. All right. And now I need a writing. How hard is this? This is uh, just going to be an easy check. So it's writing, and it's one purple. Trick is spending a story point to not embarrass himself further. You know, not fall and then be knocked out. Nope. Oh, yeah, I succeed with an advantage. Okay. I fail with many advantages. Okay, you don't fall off the horse. But where do you go? I'm not in a good place to be on this horse. Straight to the staff. No. I know the shortcut. Did you not want to recover strain? No, I wanted to recover strain, yes. Okay. That's Trick's excuse for why. I think Trick will follow along on foot. Okay. I know he's more of a ranger than a scout, really. Okay. You're not, like, thrown or anything, though. No. But I had an advantage. So you, Hepa, are keeping pace with Milk Toast which is Endopolis' horse. And Trick, you are walking... Jogging along jogging as best along. you can. Yes. So if you'd like an athletics check, 
I don't need resilient. An, I don't need an athletics check or, or anything like that. These roles are like for us to determine what's happening, not to like yeah. not to simply cause additional roles. But what I do need is I do need a roll on behalf of Milk Toast. Their perception, I guess. Perception is not a skill for a horse. That's fair. But we nor are they terribly cunning. But we gave them the. Yep, we have the the scent, and so blue dye for the scent plus blue dye because it is Milk Toast's regular rider. Yep. Is it one green for? One green, yep. unfortunately. No, that's completely fair. Since he probably kind of knows where Endopolis hangs out, but maybe but might not, not where he is yeah. now. And the difficulty of this. Three purples? The difficulty of this is not going to be three purples. Because it's smell? No, because shamans are actively moving brambles aside, and various quadrants have already been searched by people with heightened abilities. So two purples it is. One success. Okay, so Milk Toast succeeds at finding Endophilus, who's like, what's the big deal? No. <laughs> um, and you find Endophilus unconscious. The staff itself is lying nearby, but not in physical contact with Endophilus. Papa, did you want to make a medicine check? Yes. I forgot I like medicine. I need to I get like, a couple of sticks to grab the staff. Trick's like extra wary of it now. You had like some sort of mitten you used. You use oh, like a glove. You yes. Use your water skin. You water should skin. just carry my fire tongs around. Can I borrow your tongs, actually? Yeah, I don't think I have them. You know, I apologize. If you brought them, then sure, but I'm not. I'll whip up some tongs here. That would have been a, a smart thing to bring. Yeah, you have your tongs. <laughs> I mean, you could have brought them. I'm not concerned about touching it, but you. That is true. Trick would have been paranoid about. Okay. So okay. if you spend a story yes. point, then when you were at. Oh, her I hope you don't mind that I borrowed your tongs. Me tongs is two tongs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difficulty on this? Two pearls. I got a triumph. Did you succeed? Only because a triumph is a success. And two advantages. Okay. You are able to rouse Endopolis. Because he's just asleep. He's just narcoleptic. Why is everybody getting yeah. problems all the time? Okay, maybe he shouldn't have been a scout then. Now he, uh, he's like a little confused and like... Somewhat exhausted seeming. Okay. You wake him, and he's kind of like, I must have hit my head. I like tripped over something. Oh, he tripped over the staff. <laughs> Maybe. But he has no physical injuries that you have detected here. But he does seem like way exhausted. So. Good um, news. He doesn't have to walk back. I tell him that I'm Hepalonia. <laughs> I, I'm sure we know each other. Do you know who you are? Uh, I see. That's the thing. I'm Malodopolis. <laughs> <laughs> Master. <laughs> so he's like, uh, yeah, and Endopolis, like, didn't didn't we meet at the? There was, and he like blushes a little bit. Like, um, I, I know who you are. The village is small. We probably all know each other. Um. <laughs> oh yes, I remember you. Do how many fingers am I? You know, do the all right. medical thing. He's got no memory issues necessarily, but he like goes to try to sit up, and he's like kind of woozy. So it's not a matter of, like, he's tired because he was running the Tough Mudder course over and over again. Your assessment, your medical assessment with your advantages and stuff is that he was magically wiped out with strain. Oh, okay. So that, that probably with the staff? It's possible that it triggered when he tripped over uh, it. Oh. Trick will ask him, do you remember feeling like a 
cold shudder inside. Like, what trick felt like in the pit? So you you describe that, and then he's kind of like, yeah, that that sounds familiar. Okay. I do apologize. Okay, but you're feeling okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. You know what? I think you should probably you should take the rest of the day. I think you just need rest. Yeah, take get some rest. And then like milk toast like nuzzles him, and he's like, okay, okay, and like uses the pony to to get up. Does he seem like he's okay to ride, or does he need to rest a little bit before that? I know it can take a lot out of you because I've experienced the edge of it. Yeah, he's sufficiently fine to ride. He's um, a more skilled rider than you guys are. And so the whole like thing of being able to rest and recover in the saddle is something that, that he has experience with. Yeah. Okay. Plus, it's comforting to him to be like with his pony. All right, Trick's holding this with the tongs. Let's... Don't drop it. No, keep a close eye on it. Please keep a close eye on me. There's nothing about carrying this thing. What do you mean? I don't know. It feels heavy, but like you don't want to like, drop it. Of course I did. You're <laughs> lucky it didn't go off when you dropped it. Knock you out right in the... Yeah. Ooh. In this beautiful little clover patch. Yeah, no, it is pretty nice. Well, let's get just uh, Uncle Thran, you know, the professional on this. Okay. Are well, there any of the other scouts around? We yeah. So tell you, them that we you, found you, it. Yeah, you can yeah. alert people that... You have succeeded. And their work was not in vain as they, you know, they had crossed off other sections of the forest so that you were able to focus in on this side. Yep. It was a good drill, I guess. It wasn't a drill. <laughs> <laughs> so you did introduce the danger into the village, but you also dealt with it. Yep. Good scouty job there, both you scouts. Zendopolis just the most unlucky person. Of all the forest, he trips over the one staff. He was running on the same course I was. Oh, this was a course? Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell. It's kind of been tread over by many elves. How much scouting did I take? Probably not that much. You took only, like, the very beginner part. Like, you didn't... <laughs> the part where you learned to, like, run away. Oh, this is the same course that you guys were... Okay, I, yeah. I was thinking he was running, like, a cleared path. Now, we didn't get up to the courses. Uh, it's It's a running course. Longer than it needs to be, but manageable with the right pacing. Trick's gonna, once we, he hands this over to Uncle Thran, recover some strength. Yes, end of encounter. <sighs> Hopefully these were the shenanigans you thought we'd get up to. <laughs> I suspected you would get up to shenanigans. I didn't know the nature of the shenanigans. However, you have crossed off the beats I wanted of obtaining practice riding ponies. Yep. Uh, hanging out with Renwick, talking with Fenowin, dealing with Beowin. You squeezed in, like, actual rapport with your sister. That wasn't even anticipated. <laughs> Bonus. Yeah, so we can get this to Uncle Thran. Okay. Again, Trick will deeply apologize. And he will say that, like, it, like, he'll inform Uncle Thran. Like, it felt, I don't know, heavy when I had it. And for some reason, it seemed like a good idea not to hand it over right away. I don't know why, but clearly you're the most accomplished person to deal with this. How long did it take for you to feel? Because you were carrying it the whole time. I don't know. I felt fine, I'd say. Just got back to the forest. It was like, okay, how safe is this thing? I mean, how safe is it, really? Not at all. If you wish to try to look back and analyze how you felt over time, that would be a discipline check. Oh, right. It's going to be three purples also. Yeah, that's fair. 
Sure. But this is kind of just to be like, can you pinpoint when you start to feel odd? Yeah. You don't have any. No, but I feel much better not carrying it yes. right now. Yes, you do. Those advantages can certainly heal strain. But yeah, you can't articulate. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I see why Ulf wanted to get rid of it after it. And he activated it. <laughs> well, he didn't want to get rid of it. He didn't want to hold it. He seemed like he wanted to be as far away from it as possible. And he was happy getting a small wand for his efforts. And it's a happy, he was not happy about it, but he didn't want this. And Doffley's, do you know Doffley's? Certainly. He tripped over it and activated and knocked him out. Hmm. It's very easy to activate, I think. Yeah. Your father, like, shuffles through a variety of papers on his desk, finds one that's not yet used, and starts taking notes. Uh, he also, like, begins kind of like uh, an interview of you, Trick. That, I don't think it makes sense. And are you willing to... Yeah, because, like, Trick wants to... Trick feels like Trick, well, Trick feels like he made a mistake. He, ah. he goofed up. He needs to set this as much right as he can. Okay. I'm so interested in this. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Trick can describe what it was like when Alf used it right in his face. Ah, okay. Both, like, the effect it had on him, like, it also seemed effective on the skeletons, but I don't know how you're going to, like, obviously we can't just use this. I wasn't able to get samples of the skeletons. Oh, they were... Would that be something to use, Paul? Uh, your father does not believe any... He is... Your father is interested in the artifacts, not the undead themselves. Okay, so it's not... He's like, no. <laughs> Please don't bring undead pieces into the village. They might have been elvish skeletons. Really? They were using Elvish bows. Because I don't think I got a good look at them. No, I did. No, but he was down in the pit with them. They did really... they have the a bone right here? <laughs> they were made of bones. Interesting. Elvish bows, you said. I mean, it's like, sure, an elf cannot perform necromancy, but you could become the victim of it. I mean, as in, it happened to Adopolis, it happened to me, in terms of this staff, so we yeah. do need to be... If elves necromancy. could not be victims of necromancers, we wouldn't need to defend ourselves against them. Well, I mean... There's being a victim of a necromancer, and there's being, you know, cut in two by a skeleton's axe. I feel like those are slightly different things. While elves cannot perform the magic of necromancy, they can certainly be harmed by it. Right. I meant those skeletons, dead elves, could be raised in skeletal armies. Indeed. So we found it in... She explains whatever details she thinks might be useful, because he's writing stuff down, so he must have questions. He records the context of where you found it. Trick, you were down in the pit where it was discovered. Yeah. Did you see any evidence of who was holding it or... Originally? Yes. I don't think he did. Did we... We didn't find any, like, tattered robes or anything, I thought. No. You covered everything up after And, like, Ulf had already Ulf had found it. it. That right, wasn't right. new. You're right. You were there when the skeletons were, like, master? Or where's master? Yeah, the skeletons talked. Ah, Okay. Which so, Trick would mention. So he, he jots down anything that, that, that yeah. you remember them saying. Which, interestingly, like, they seemed almost wistful as though, like, they, they were, they like, they missed their master. It was unsettling. Yes, this sort of thing generally is. I appreciate you young folks going through the efforts that you do to acquire these things. So what can you do with this to help well, to further protect the forest? only either? just gotten it. Right now, uh, young trick, I have to examine it and, and read up on the references and uh, see if there's anything we can do to either, uh, perhaps we can work out a way to uh, develop something with a resonance that can counteract it. Uh, you can make a vigilance check. Vigilance? Okay. 
Not a, I guess, forbidden or lore check. How hard is this? Two reds and a purple. Yeah, he's definitely trying to raise Andor. That's ah, a failure with an advantage. Well, it sounds like Uncle Thran really knows his stuff, whatever it is. Yeah, that seems like a very reasonable idea. Somehow. I'm never suspicious of Daddy, so... <laughs> I mean, you can roll a Vigilance check, too. No, I mean, I'm assuming that I wouldn't even think to, because I'm never suspicious of... Isn't that what it would be? You don't have to be actively trying to tell if somebody is lying. There could be the case of you realize things they're saying don't add up. Oh, so, okay. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll try to. It's the same roll, two reds and a purple. Okay. Advantage? That's the same thing that Trick rolled. Yeah. It's a good thing that Daddy's working on a plan. Yeah. Maybe. I know Fenwin was talking about metaphysical defenses, too. Like, she had some way to help. I should have talked to her. Maybe her pollen could have detected this. That would have been a good idea. I don't know if she might want to collaborate. I understand she's works in her own ways. Yeah, her her areas of expertise are a little divergent from this topic. Yeah, or when our friend comes to visit. Yes, the one with the staff. Yeah. Tricks time decides is this a good thing or a bad thing? I don't think that staff, I don't remember that staff being quite as, because I carried it and also it seemed like we jostled it and I never did anything like this one. But we didn't carry it for like a week. But you're right, it definitely was not the same, I don't know, immediate level of danger. He takes a look at the staff and inside the skull type thing there is a crystal there. And he says, well, maybe it's some sort of thing related to the combination of the crystal. And did you wish to see whether this crystal feels the same to you as the other crystal you? And he like then goes to a shelf and pulls down the, the, other the one? ice shard. Um, if we can pull them apart, if he's not going to stop me from taking the crystal out of there and inspecting it, I'll happily do that. Okay. And we can see if it's separate from the staff. Okay. So yeah, I pull the crystal out and does it, I'm assuming it has a rune on there. There it is. And uh, do you wish to activate? Maybe outside. Chuck, are you sticking around for this experiment? Yes, because like he feels the responsibility still. <laughs> like, but maybe we try this outside. He's going to grab some nuts, though, and he's going to be like cracking and eating them. Feed one to mate occasionally. It's okay. almost like a nervous kind of thing. All right. Mate will also hand some cracked ones back to you. Oh, thanks, pal. Literally. I'm, I'm picturing like, peanuts, so it's not difficult for him yeah. to like break them open. You don't have to use your beak. If you can fit it inside this thing, you can just... I don't know, is he strong enough to squish this? Maybe not. He is smart enough to use tools and things, so... Like, I, he's smart enough to use a nutcracker. Is he strong enough to use it? I think he would take a peanut away from you and fly off to, like, a tree and, like... Oh, just drop it from... It, like, yeah, experiment very things. So he tries a few different things. All right, he can, find, he can figure out it the way he likes. Occasionally he'll return to you with... An interior of a nut for you to have. Alright, we'll split this peanut. So you are going to be going out into like the backyard, essentially? Yeah, I mean, it's just because I don't want to destroy his library. Mm -hmm. He brings the ice shard crystal along as well, in case you need to do like compare and contrast. Right. And he brings the creepy staff. You have taken the purple crystal out of the creepy staff, but he brings the creepy staff along as well. Yeah, I mean, if the Crystal is purple. That's probably where it comes from. Yeah, Trick's going to maintain distance, though. How much distance? Short range, medium range? Let's be at least medium range. Not up in a tree. That's not a good place to be. <laughs> All right. Remember, many runes have a 
default level that you activate them and you don't need any room knowledge or anything like that to right. have something happen. That's like the discipline check or whatever? It can be a discipline check. Like with the ice shard, it was a discipline check to throw the snowworm, but it, you just conjure it with a maneuver. Right. So that level of activation does not require a roll. Okay. Then there's a deeper activation, which generally involves doing runic magic. If it doesn't require a roll, maybe I just start with that and see what it does. Okay. You do that, and Trick, you are medium range away. Yep. So you're fine. Um, but Threadwell has to make a discipline check. Well, gosh, I hope this doesn't uh, upset him. This is me messing with my father's mind again today. <laughs> I mean, you messed with it yesterday. I know, right? So he's had over a day to recover. He was totally fine this morning. But he seemed to think it was safe enough to try. So there was a foof, and there's like a rippling purple light that comes out. Okay. It drops off before it gets as far away from you as where Trip and Mate are. You are essentially at its epicenter, right. holding the crystal as you are, and you don't feel anything happen. And your father is just kind of looking at you like, so it makes purple light? I mean, I can't get what anything from that. I might have to activate it. What you get from that, well, because you experienced the purple earlier. Right. So you are aware that okay, so pretty I know. much anybody can trigger an effect from it Okay. that sends out this somewhat debilitating thing. thing, but like whatever it was, it didn't affect your father. Maybe he's not close enough. Like... Trick was right next to it when it went off before, so maybe there was more of a shockwave type effect. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was on the edge of it. So then I'll say that's what it did before, but it definitely felt something. Maybe it's just a range. Yeah, and also, like, you didn't feel anything this time, perhaps because you're the wielder. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, do I take strain for the activation? Activating it is not casting a spell. You don't suffer strain for that. Okay. But I am going to try to activate it. So Peppa's going to say that, and then she's going to, but I'm going to step back because I don't know if it just has a bigger effect. And it didn't feel weird for me to act, to do what I did, did it? Like I didn't get a weird sensation or? Nothing happened. Okay. Sorry, when you're saying you want to activate it, are you saying you want to do the same thing again? No, I'm sorry. I want to do the runes okay. thing. Then you need to cast something runic through it. I definitely don't want to do anything attacking. So I think just if there's something I can do with barrier. Okay. A barrier is fine. I'm trying to make a thing with it. Okay. And so from Hepa's perspective, that's about manu- manipulating the brambles. I understand that it plan's probably not going to come out of this thing, but I don't really know how to for Hepa to think about it besides... Okay, but she has it. experienced having rocks and other things affected. Like, mm-hmm. when she's done runic magic, other things than plants have happened, and you are holding another rune. Yeah. Is her mind still going towards plant stuff or has she connected finally like this is the third rune i'm dealing with runic magic is its own thing what she's going to try to do is raise brambles as a barrier so you are doing something that if you were doing it by primal magic would be making like a little fence of brambles right a little bramble shield but now you're going to channel that concept through this room okay now when i use the ice rune do i have a feeling of the rune at all or is it just like it does a thing the basic level of the ice shard that anybody could do created the little blizzard 
you experimented with it some with your father. And by the end of that experimentation, you realized you could do other things with it. So one of the things I'm trying to get is if I can sense into anything or if all I'm going to get is what the effect is. By casting through it, you will be able to sense some things about it. Okay, I guess I'm still going to try it anyway. <laughs> but I was wondering if, if it helped for me to compare the two. With the rings, you didn't cast through them initially. Like when Slater was giving them to you to examine and stuff. Right. You were just kind of like poking at them with your rune skill and not triggering them. Yeah. So if you feel like Hepa would do that with this shard here, while well, you have like the luxury of doing whatever you want, you can do that instead of full-on casting through it. But, like, the situation with Slater, you didn't even want him to know, like, you were doing anything. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try the casting, but one of the things I do want to try to find out is if I can get a felt sense of something with it. But, yeah, so let me try the barrier and then see. So that's just one purple. Okay, so, yeah, so I succeed. Two straight. She does summon some armor but it is a purple mist okay. that seems to like rise up out of the ground around you. And it sort of clings to you. Yeah. You have now cast through this rune, and you have determined that this rune is not attuned towards barriers. Like the ice shard rune, all attacks cast with it have the ice feature added to it. Yeah. So that one is attuned towards attacking. Okay, so then I have that comparison that I yes, can tell. Yes, because you're like, your father even has like the ice shark room down here with you. Right. The rings that you have dealt with, they have had features to them and were not attuned towards any particular type of spell. This shard that you are holding in your hand, while you can do barrier work through it, does not make the barrier work easier, but... Now that you have cast through it, now you may make just a flat-out knowledge runes check. Okay. Is that two? Purple? This is two difficulty, yeah. I failed so much. Three advantages. So you don't know what it's attuned towards. You know it's attuned towards some type of casting spell, but you're not sure which. Right. But with your advantages, you know runes cannot be used for healing already. Like, you had tried to do something earlier, and, and you know that's completely not possible. But something about this seems like it might be related to healing, and that is something that would require further experimentation on your part, because heal spells cannot be cast through runes. But something about this rune seems somehow related to healing. Right. Which is a contradiction. Unless um, it's necromancy, which is... Sort of like healing, only really wrong, I would think. <laughs> it's like, at what point do you just, like, do too much healing after they're dead? Yeah. So that's, but I don't know if that's something she could deduce or not. That's what you get at yeah. this point. So that kind of covers your afternoon of experimentation right. with this item. listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. 
our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westmouth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westmouth project. Visit them at westmouth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.